0: Hey everyone, welcome to The Way It Is. Um, I am your host, Luke Analfato with Remax Service First Realty, and I have the uh, good fortune of having my licensed assistant, Sam Myers, with me. Uh, For those of you that uh, uh, have been with me for the last, well, in real estate for my 33 years, in the last year you've gotten to know Sam actually. Sam started with me first on the property management side and then got his real estate license and and yeah, he's part of the team. So welcome, Sam. Thank you. So today, um, is a bit of a rant slash conversation. And the reason Sam's part of this is because, um, I wanted to respond to the CBC marketplace, uh, report slash, um, hidden camera sort of thing that they did last week about real estate agents, steering, uh, how, uh, Commissions are rigged, da 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 And one thing I'm, I can tell you about the pandemic that I'm really getting tired of is everybody slamming realtors, the housing market, and everything else for for the for everybody's problems in the in the world right now. Okay. So, with that said, Sam hasn't seen the. Uh, Sam came in last minute because we thought it might be good to have his perspective, both as a former client because he bought a home through me and now as a new realtor, not even a year in the business, uh, but yet having some success and having experienced dealing with clients, uh, both sellers and buyers and, uh, and other agents and, and, and what, what his experiences have been. So, um, what the long and the short of it is that uh, steering is uh, referred to as a as a practice where, and um, a lot of people now uh, have the ability to sell their home privately. Uh, there's actually a lot of f- uh, for sale by owner uh, platforms out there, Property Guys, Purple Bricks, um, you name it. But there's also now uh, the Canadian Real Estate Association. I don't know the exact time frame, but several years ago, lost, and I was really pissed off at them because I think they caved and they didn't show any stones, but they caved to the pressures of the general public and antitrust complaints that the MLS system was a closed shop and that people couldn't list their properties on MLS outside of having it listed with a realtor. The reason I'm pissed off about that is uh, because and, and I'm going to go backwards so that we can move forwards because and this is sort of where this happened because now there's brokerages out there that will literally take a $150 fee so that you consumer can take all your photos, get your house ready and post it on realtor.ca, our MLS site, okay? And then uh, agents can contact you directly. So you're availing yourselves of our system that we pay annual dues for uh, to both the Canadian Real Estate Association, the Ontario Real Estate Association, our local board, our licensing fees, our, our, our professional development fees, our upgrading courses, and you can just pay 150 bucks and take advantage of all of the agents in your region. Absolutely. Right. So that would be analogous to me saying, hey, Amazon, I got a bunch of shit to sell in my garage you don't mind if I just post it on your site and I can have somebody come and pick it up and you can deliver it for me for 150 bucks. Would you? Cause I'm pretty sure they'd tell me to go pound salt. So, so that's where we start. So if you watch the marketplace thing, they start with uh, the hidden camera and a seller that posted her home. And then they started asking several realtors, three realtors to show the home and yeah, So one realtor, of course, <laughs> committed the cardinal sin and was an idiot uh, and said, no, uh, can't get a hold of the owner. That And they never tried to show the house because they were only offering 1% commission. Another agent said, oh, the price is overpriced and tried to convince the buyers not to go see that house and tried to steer them to another, literally steer them to another house. Hence the term steering which is not allowed by our real estate code of ethics or uh, like, you know, rules of uh, engagement, all of that sort of thing. And then the third realtor actually was relatively smart and, and actually, Sam, we've had this happen with a client this year where, same thing, the house was listed with a property guy's agent They were offering less than what the commission normally gets offered. And in Kingston, and this is where the other part that pisses me off is that they fucking do this, So excuse my language, in the bubble of Toronto, okay, where let's understand that there's 45,000, at least at last count, 45,000 licensed realtors, okay? So the rule for people making money in this industry is 90-10. So 90% aren't making any money, 10% are making most of the money. So let's understand the 4,500 agents out of 45,000 in the greater Toronto area are the only ones making a living at this. So it's understandable, and we have this conversation with sellers all the time, that when they offer a discounted commission, we're gonna say that, we say, actually have a very candid conversation, with we'll say, listen, this could adversely affect the potential for your home to sell, because there are those agents that if they only do one to two, that less than a handful of deals a year, because that's all they do, their spouse is employed or they have a pension or whatever, then it's important to them to get their biggest bang for the buck. And they're not gonna show a house that is that. And now, is that right? No, but is that reality? 100%, and that happens. Money talks, let's understand that. And you also get what you pay for. Absolutely. So, okay, I'm rambling too much now. So Sam, let's start the video.
1: Can you trust your real estate agent to lock the deal or will you get locked out? We're undercover, hidden cameras rolling to see if they're really representing you or bending the rules to pad their bottom line. This spring, Joanne Petit put her house up for sale in Vaughan, Ontario without a real estate agent. We would like to move closer to our kids and grandkids. Her income dried up with the pandemic, so saving on fees was key. And that's money that you'd prefer to keep in your pocket. That's right. Sellers here are generally on the hook for 5% commission, half to the listing agent, half to the buyer's agent. On Joanne's house, that's about $75,000.
0: Here in Kingston, we're actually lower than the provincial average. Uh, We're actually uh 4% total commission on a normal uh yep. listing. And let's understand this. There is no set standard commission fee. Uh it's not dictated. Every commission can be negotiated by the client and the agent. 100% you have to ask. Now, are there some agents that will cut commission? Yes. Are there others that prefer not to? Yes. I prefer not to, because again, and I've spoken about this, the very first podcast was about value and what we bring, right? So it's about what I bring to the table in terms of my experience, uh, knowledge, expertise, uh, cost that I incur to actually market your home and all of that. So anyway, so 5% isn't happening here in the Kingston area, right, Sam? Yeah, absolutely. You've experienced absolutely. It.
2: And then one thing that we'll touch on a bit later or I'd like to is that they they talk about the commission the 5% as like as a fee and that they want to save on costs because that fee's so high uh, but I, I would be surprised if they actually explain how that commission gets paid out because that's pretty important to uh, the fact that it's fee like a fee nobody pays it up front so I get it that someone wouldn't be able to spend $20,000 to get someone to sell their house, but that's not how it works. Right. It's It's distributed after the fact.
0: Right. It's taken from the proceeds of the sale. And so, but the point here, they're trying, she's trying to save uh, income here or or the expenses. So anyway, let's.
1: Joanne is saving on a listing agent by paying a couple of hundred bucks to a discount brokerage, which lists her house on MLS. She's offering buying agents 1%, a hefty 14 grand for them. Overall, her plan to sell on her own will save her about 60000 bucks. But after six weeks on the market, how's it going?
2: Not good. Not good. Were they calling? Oh, they called. They called a lot because they want us to sign with them, they want us to list with them.
1: Were you left with the impression that your house was almost blacklisted? Absolutely. Steering, when real estate agents take their buyers to high commission homes and avoid low commission ones like Joanne's. Real estate agent Michael Walsh is one of the few warning that this system is stacked against consumers.
2: The seller pays the listing agent some amount. In Ontario it's 5% and then typically that's halved with the buying agent so right away you know red flags should go up like
0: what's that about right like the buying agent's supposed to be negotiating on behalf of the buyer like we just said commissions aren't set in Ontario they're not 5% they're negotiated there is no set fee structure for commissions second Buyers can be represented by realtors. We have six specifically in our rules and regulations, in our code of ethics, buyer representation agreements that we have to get signed to represent Brilliant. the buyers. It spells out exactly how commissions are paid because they go on to say uh, that the buyers aren't informed what we what we as agents get paid when we represent a buyer, which is a crock of shit. It's right there in black and white on a form that they sign called the Confirmation of Cooperation and Representation. So-
2: It's on two forms. One, when we first meet the buyers and then the other one when they're submitting the offer.
0: So Right, it's right in the buyer representation yeah. agreement that we're working for you. And let's, un- okay, sorry, I'm gonna let this run. I'm so, this just makes me angry. Thing now.
1: that's been normalized, the amount real estate agents charge. We call 50 agents in five hot real estate markets across the country. In each province, they all charge basically the same thing. We charge standard commission. 25% of them describe their fee as standard. Some even warn against agents who do reduce commission. Like, why Why is it yeah. 5% and not 2%?
2: There's a huge inertia, and um, maintaining the status quo absolutely benefits
0: existing realtors.
1: The public isn't shown the commission on offer. Only real estate agents see that.
0: So that's bullshit, just so we're clear. Clients get to see what the paid commission is. It, it's, yeah. Well,
2: based on the buyer representation agreement, because we're acknowledging that we're owed a certain amount of percent, we have to disclose if it's different before going through the property. Correct. So it's right. Because like our obligation is to show every single property. Um, and then the unfortunate reality with the buyer representation agreement, and this is why people think their properties are being blacklisted, um, and it may not even be the realtor avoiding the conversation. It might be because the conversation we now have to have with our buyers is... You sign an agreement with us for 2%. So this is to protect us and it was also protect them. It's for our services to be warranting those 2%. Um, but now they're obligated to pay us our 2% for doing the work that we, we promised that we'd be doing. So when we go to a property that's a 1% commission, well, now our buyers have to make up the difference. And this difference doesn't come out of the mortgage. It doesn't come out of the funds that are being dealt with on closing. It's additional on top of the purchase price, which... Unfortunately, in today's market, some people can't afford to put that cash out, but they could easily get that financed. So now it's making an awkward conversation when you're talking to the buyers and it's maybe not the realtor steering the way. Oftentimes buyers are gonna be like, "Okay, well, I can't afford to do that. And I mean, we always put in our buyer representation that we'll negotiate the fee because we're not here to stand in the way of someone buying their dream home. We're never going to do that. We just wanna get paid for the services that we're providing. So obviously if we've sold someone millions of properties, then then the fee is more right.
0: considered. And, and, so. and I started the, I started the, on that topic and I got distracted, but we just literally went through that this year where right. uh, it was that property owner's thing. They were only offering a certain commission. And I had that very candid, very uh, awkward conversation with the client and said, listen, I normally receive X number of dollars for what I do for you. And this is my services. This is what I perform for you. There's a shortfall here. How do you want to deal with that? Now, they were... Mm-hmm. They understood it because they were both entrepreneurs, self-employed people, because that's the problem with the with the world is not people all should be self-employed just to understand how the world actually operates and that checks just don't come out of a fucking wall every two weeks. So Absolutely. you know what? And he was happy to, to top up the other thing, but there have been others that can't, either through just financially can't afford it. And like Sam said, Are there bad operators in the GTA or other centers? 100%. That's gone on since time immemorial. There's bad lawyers, bad doctors, bad dentists, bad everybody's, right? And then there's the good ones. We all know that, right? So the other thing is, though, I've done this for 33 years. Sam's learned from me that this isn't about paychecks. You've heard me say that. I've never treated anybody like a paycheck. I've never. I've always sold properties when I've been disadvantaged prior to the pandemic, and and still now, uh, when when I list a property, I offer the actually my client a, a discount, an incentive, and that is because when uh, sometimes a realtor can be on both ends of the deal, where we'll have the property listed, we'll generate the buyer, and we'll do both ends of the transaction. So then at that point in time, if there's a total of four, I've always said to the client, listen. I don't need to pay out that 2% anymore to another agent from another brokerage or even from inside this brokerage. So I'm going to give you the discount and the savings because I get to keep all of that and I drop it from 4% to 3%. So there's already an inherent 1% savings. So they don't mention any of that though.
1: For our hidden camera test, we meet up with three agents in total. All three are given specific search criteria that matches up to Joanne's house.
2: There's essentially a basement apartment.
1: We ask agent number one why he thinks Joanne's house has been on the market so long.
2: I think that home is overpriced. I think like, that home, like, honestly, I think like 1425 would maybe be my my value for that home. It was listed at 1475
1: At first, he suggests it's listed
0: Yeah, that's a stupid seven, comment. $50,000 isn't <laughs> overpriced in today's market. But. Yeah. The uh, first sale of our owners offer at 1%, while
2: agents may not take their buyers to that home. Huh
1: just real <laughs> bottom line he says many agents wouldn't do this but he will even if it means lower pay for him next up agent number two and already there's a problem all right well
0: we can skip over this part just because this we already talked on this so she lied and said she tried to get a hold of the owner and couldn't get a hold of the owner anyway uh and then there was a third one uh, that was telling them about another property when uh, when they were going through the house itself so so here's the one thing a comment she said that, uh,
1: i'll keep my clients to myself because you weren't offering enough money correct fourteen thousand dollars that's right it's not nothing to scoff at
0: so what pisses me off about that and david common especially <laughs> and i used to like david common on the cbc and now i'm so annoyed and i hope he fucking calls me too because i'd love to go on and do a show with him is when did everybody start determining somebody else's salary is, is appropriate or not? Did I go to David Common and say, hey, the CBC, you work for the CBC. What are you getting, David? Are you getting, making $150,000 a year? I don't think you're worth $150,000. In fact, I don't think you should get paid $50,000 a year. I think that's a fair salary. Who the fuck are they to determine what is fair or appropriate you know and here's the comment i'm gonna make nobody remembers the saturday mornings and the sunday mornings when i had to start showing houses at nine in the morning and i got home at 10 at night and i never saw my kids on a weekend i never saw my kids during the week you're a new parent right now you're experiencing it yourself where you're calling out you're having to work through it right absolutely
2: yeah no it's uh it's incredible like it's really long hours and people don't understand that they think it's a a one and done thing and the other the other aspect that is super annoying is that they're they keep saying, "Oh, it's fourteen grand. Oh, it's fourteen grand. That should be enough and stuff like that." That's not how we get paid out. That's that's not at all. Like we don't just make fourteen thousand dollars into our pocket, right? That that's like I I can't believe that that's something that that's said. I mean, there's fees that go to the brokerage. There's fees that goes to our team because our team is helping you. There's also fees in taxes and uh, and again all the Expenses. services like the, everything. It's 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 ridiculous that they think that the fourteen thousand fourteen thousand dollars is a lot of money but that's not what we're getting put in our pocket to this transaction. And it's not like we're showing this person one house and missing out on $14,000. Right, and we're, that's
0: one transaction. Exactly. What if you only do the one transaction? Yep. What if you only did 10 transactions? Now, you know, I mean, anyway.
2: We push for
1: agent number three to take us to the home, despite her warnings. Look, it's gorgeous inside. And it's really nice. But wait, she's not talking about Joanne's house. It's another listing on her phone and in a totally different neighborhood.
2: So just, just quickly, because we're obviously yes. um, we're, we're obviously disagreeing a lot with what these a lot of these people are saying, but the two realtors there that are steering and not wanting to show the house, that's inexcusable. That's behavior that shouldn't ever happen in real estate. Um, and something we sh- will touch on is how easy it is to get your realtor's license, which is the problem. It's not your commission structure. It's not like that. It's about the realtors that are at play. It's about people picking the realtors, right? Like oftentimes people are like, oh, well, my... My great aunt's nieces, cousins, best friend is a realtor. Well, you know what, because of that family tie, I'm gonna use them. Well, you wouldn't pick your lawyer that way. You w- you're not even allowed to pick your doctor that way. And yet you're letting someone who is gonna help you with the biggest decision of your life, just because of some random family uh, tie. I, yeah, you yeah. need to be vetting these people Absolutely. so that they're not doing that. They're doing what the first person said. Because I know when I show people's p- places, I will show every single thing listed, even with the discount commission. I'm going to have an awkward conversation with my clients. They may not want to see your home because of the conversation. If it's a perfect fit for them, I'm still going to try to bring them to it. That's the reality. Um, We'll talk later on, but there also is a lot of negatives for selling your home home on the discounted side as well. Right.
0: Yeah. And I'm glad you brought that up because that was one of my talking points was um, there shouldn't be 45,000 licensed realtors. in the Absolutely. There shouldn't be 500 and whatever some here there are in Kingston. Right. Yeah. You know? So, and the pandemic, everybody and their dog has gotten their real estate license. And
2: those Netflix shows called Selling Sunset and all that stuff where people live this glamorous life, like right. that's, that's not reality. It isn't reality. And that's not what you should be trying to achieve.
0: Right, and the point is, this woman has her home listed for $1.475 million, right? Yep. So based on their, their thought premise here about how we get paid too much, well, we could flip it, I can flip it and say, well, you're selling for $1.5 million. What do you mean you can't afford 75? That's a lot of money, $1.5 million.
2: Absolutely. Right?
0: I mean, isn't it? Yeah. So.
2: And we're not asking for, give us $75,000 and we're only going to put in $14,000 worth of work. We're putting in enough work so that that 75,000 is buried in the amount of money that you made over wow. your expectations. Wow. And you also have to sign off on that. So you Technically you still pick our salary at the end of the day because an offer comes in and if you're not happy with it, keeping it in mind what we're charging, well then the deal doesn't come together and we keep working with you. That's right. Or we
0: massage the deal.
1: This practice isn't about individuals. It's bigger than that. Just hear what some of the 25 listing agents say when we ask about lowering commission for the buyer agent. Although they're not supposed to do it, Some agents may be very
2: cognizant of what they're getting paid and push their buyer to another hub. 88% give
1: us the same
2: warning about agents steering buyers away. Um, Just to go back to like on these points here, the unfortunate reality is absolutely agents are going to do that. Um, We actually had a scenario where, I mean, I say it to clients all the time, there's those 1% brokerages out there um, where, they offer a discounted commission and their listing sits. I had I helped someone purchase a home, a detached, you're, you're probably not too familiar with the Kingston market, but they purchased a detached home for $460,000 here in, in pretty much central Kingston. And that's unheard of. Today, I would be confident, two months after the closing, relisting that home with the proper commission and everything, Like, sorry, I shouldn't say proper, but the, the commission that everyone uses around here, yeah. um, that house today would sell over five. So, um, and, and I had to have that conversation with them. It actually, it was it, it, depend, it turned into one of the worst deals I've ever worked on. And I would have to say that because the discount brokerage is not providing the service they should be based on the amount they're charging, uh, it became a bit of a nightmare. But all in all, the clients save a significant amount of money and it's because of the reality. There's, are those agents not showing the property? But the problem isn't the commission, it's the fact that these agents are in real estate. And the reason they're in real estate is because anyone can go and get their real estate license. Sadly. Unfortunately, yeah. it needs to be like a, and, uh, an and, apprenticeship and, and an educated and, program. And, and,
0: and Sam's leaving out one key point to this whole scenario is that this client is a friend of his, uh, bought their first home, uh, agreed to supplement the commission that Sam was Absolutely. to be paid. And then when the deal closed and the shit hit the fan, they didn't have the money. So Sam only ended up, well, our team only ended up making the commission that was posted. Uh, because they couldn't come up with the balance of the funds and so now we're left with a decision where yeah okay we have a signed by a representation agreement sam legally had the right to go to a lawyer and actually pursue legal uh absolutely to, yeah. to, to, to ask him to force him to pay the commission yep. and who gains by that right no. so you take one on the chin and you whatever it happens right yep. but they still got their house. Sam didn't, you know, couldn't. Well, the, so the point being that for all these realtors that you think are making all these gobs of money, it doesn't happen that way. Absolutely. The other thing is no one, you know, <laughs> all the times I sold houses and I always I'm old school. Uh, you know, I never signed buyer representation agreements because I always did things on a handshake. Still do to this day. And you know what? I've been burned so many times. I've lost count. Where I've taken people out all weekend, all week, showing them literally 75 houses back in the Absolutely. day when you could, yep. and only to get the call on Monday morning hey, Luca, you know, thanks for all your help. You know, we feel really badly, but we went and bought this house through an open house that we saw on Sunday. And so then you're left with your dick in your hand, nothing to show except the uh, gas bill, yep. Time wasted, and and that you could have been doing wh- anything else.
2: Opportunity cost, it's all gone. Yeah,
0: yeah. right. So no one tells those stories yeah. though.
2: And and just to go back to the clients that were unable to to pay pay it, which I understand. Like obviously there's hardship in life and stuff like that. The reason they weren't able to pay it is because. They would have been fine paying more money for this house That was a conversation that was had so they were they knew that there was good savings because the value at this home was incredible um, and they would have paid a significant amount more and if, if the commission was included on that end like it normally is then the conversation never would have happened. I would have been paid for the amount of work that I put in there um, and they wouldn't they would have been happy to do it but the reality is is because they have to offer the the other end out of their pocket, that's where they couldn't, that's where they fell short because uh, they could qualify for a mortgage that encapsulates that um, and they know that they would make it back on appreciation, but what they didn't have is the Im- ability to pull that out of their pocket, which I mean, I, I understand that happens to a lot of people out there and, and we just have to move on, but All
0: right. yeah. Um- Okay, we'll sk- go through this. They're gonna talk about now their our bodies, governing bodies, Canadian Real Estate Association didn't wanna to talk to them. They passed, the kicked it down to the Ontario Real Estate Association. that kicked them off to the Real Estate Council of Ontario and nobody in the end wanted to deal with them. So uh, we'll probably fast forward to that because we're, we're getting a little long here now and, and this is getting, you're just hearing us yell now, but I wanna to get to the point <laughs> and in the video.
1: paid off. After three months on the market, their house finally sold near asking price to a private buyer, no agents involved.
0: There you go, so this woman did herself a disservice. So, and David Common alluded to it in the very beginning, in the absolutely most robust real estate market in the history of real estate in Ontario, period, bar none, when basically everything is selling, this woman sat on the market for three months and got under her asking price. Had she listed, with a, a professional realtor who knew what they were doing actually, right? Cause yep. we do it all the time. She actually would have made probably that 75,000 more Double doubled that. it yeah. in Vaughn and, and walked away gladly paying the fee and put more in her yep. pocket in, in, and in, in a week, not Absolutely. three months. So that's, what you're paying for. You're paying for someone who knows the market, has their finger on the pulse, yep. uh, knows how to market your home, and can guide you through those things. That's the There's the rub. That woman should have listed her house. I don't even know Vaughn Market, but I'm going to tell you just right now from what we experience here, that woman should have listed her house at $1,199,000, held offers for a week, and she probably would have sold for 1.75, 100%. Absolutely. And yeah. made her money and then some yeah. so
2: and a realtor would have instructed that that's right instead she picked the price herself and sold for less than us right
0: because she thought she was being smart yeah. and wanted to save money yeah. and in the end you sat on the market for three months and obviously she could afford yeah. to do that presumably right because uh, even though her income dried up she's obviously Absolutely. whatever she does and anyway
2: the other aspect that they're not touching on at all is that wow she sold her house but She's not very protected in private deals. There's a lot of things that could go wrong. Like there's legal aspects to the documents which we fill out, which we're well versed in. Uh, there's processes through closing, walkthroughs, everything like that, both on the buyer's and seller's side that need to be navigated. And a quality agent is going to do that properly and make sure that you're incredibly protected. Because as I said before, these are the biggest decisions of your lives, uh, of your life, and there's a lot that can go wrong. So you need someone, and that's why these agents are paid what they're paid so that they have the expertise and the knowledge to make sure nothing goes wrong. It's a smooth transition and no one's lying on either end that's, because that's also yeah. the Rico code that uh, they're saying is not followed, but.
0: Yeah, and then yeah. and, and that's a great, one of the great points to end on Sam, because at the end of the day, the takeaway here isn't just Luca yelling and screaming and getting mad at this. The point being that I'm tired, and I've said this from before, Um, of of everybody else judging or devaluing everybody else's value right Mm -hmm. Uh, you know shame on you David Common I don't go into your world and say you're worth x or not worth x or this woman's world or whatever she did or anybody else and that's my point about everybody should be self-employed because you know everybody who's a realtor still has life expenses they, they, they live in a home they have to pay rent if they, they, they have children Absolutely. their children are going to school they all want the same things that every other person has with kids in hockey or this or what that yep. you know it's so it, it's it's a and, and I lay this right down at Oriya's feet at kriya's feet, make this and they started to now, this has to become literally a university degree or a college diploma. Absolutely. This has to be a program where you spend at minimum two years, three years in a college. Yep practicing, apprenticing, doing a placement like my son is with his engineering degree where during the program you get to go out and work with a realtor, get mentored by a realtor, then you're going to have realtors that have integrity, that know what they're doing. As soon as they get licensed, they're not the deer in the headlights and they have no idea how to write an offer because that's that's the reality of it.
2: So let's just like touch on that real quick. So, um. I come, I come, so I have a commerce degree in finance and marketing. I also shadowed Luca on the property management side for uh, eight months, then shadowed him on the real estate side for another eight months. And then the day I got licensed, which was took me about six months and cost me about $5,000 for the real estate side, which is uh, in the grand scheme of things is not enough time and nothing. I came out and I was still incredibly nervous. I was still there. Was still a lot of things I didn't know, and I had to ask Luca a lot of questions. And that's the background I'm coming from. A lot of these people are watching these TV shows on Netflix. They're watching. Uh, they're hearing their friends doing success, like their our family members doing well. So they get into the business. They pay that five thousand dollars. They finish their degree in six months to a year, not degree, sorry, your your certificate to be a realtor. Um, and then and then you go and sell a house. And they 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 don't know anything. I didn't know anything from the. I, I learned everything from Luca, and I learned. Uh and, and that's how I became the realtor I am however many months later. Uh and all these other agents out there, and I deal with them all the time, Luca does too, they have no idea what they're doing, and it's it makes a dangerous environment. It's very frustrating. A very dangerous environment. So yeah. that's not the problem. These commissions are deserving to those who put the work in, they're not deserving to the large masses of realtors that get licensed. And the and the two reasons are the education there system isn't. And doesn't have enough quality to facilitate the realtors in the field. But the other aspect is, you at home have to ask yourself: Is my agent the best agent out there for me? Because remember, this is a pretty big decision. Don't just use your granddaughter's, niece's, nephews, cousins, friend. So fair
0: enough. All right, we'll leave it there. Thank you for your time. Thank you for indulging and um, yeah, and 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 listening. And we'll catch you on the next one.